Welcome in, everyone. Welcome to episode 62 of the 1056 podcast. We are watching right now as we're recording the gold medal match between China and Japan. China. Uh, when, I tur- when I turned this on about a half hour ago, China was up 2 0. Mm-hmm. And right now it's 3 2 Japan. And this is a huge, this is huge because this is China ranked number one, Japan ranked number two. We all know how important ping pong and table tennis, excuse me, is to Olympic the China, China the Chinese in the Olympics. Right. And here comes Japan. Oh. We're watching this live. Oh, I know China sucks, dude. They're amazing, but they're yeah. Japan's on, got them on the ropes. So this is the Olympics episode. First, first Olympics, first Summer Olympics of the podcast. Summer Olympics is the best one. You you can fight us tooth and nail. You are be will be oh, hands, wrong. Hands down. I do enjoy some Winter Olympics so games. It, yeah, but it's all about the summer. So it is the Olympic episode. You are listening to the right podcast. This is still the ten fifty six podcast. Uh, China Japan. We are gonna do this intro and, while watching this gold medal yeah, match because well, I'm not we wanted, this for the world. We wanted to catch the lightning in a bottle here. Absolute speed. Oh God. Just what what a oh. So as as we're oh, speaking, okay. as we're speaking, God. we're we're you we're in a bit of delay, you and I. I'm seeing yeah. it before you, I think. But it is currently <laughs> three to Japan and they are in their uh sixth sixth game mm-hmm. and it is five four within that game. Is it a match or a game? Is it like actual it's tennis? Game, oh yeah, you're right. Game set match. So all right, so it's they're on, they're on the sixth set. I'm sure it follows the same as tennis. So the sixth yeah. set, and within that set, it is uh, five four, and they play to eleven. I like how they serve it. I mean, they are like just it is daintily... six. It is now six four China. And they play to eleven. Just yep, I think we're on the same time. That like literally just happened. Okay, go ahead. Um, I like how they serve it. And there's a guy with, from Japan. I'm going to try and describe this as best as I can from an audio standpoint. You know how, like, the Oakley sunglasses, the, you know, the part that goes over your ears, it kind of, like, comes around the top, and then the glasses are sort of on the bottom? Well, this guy from Japan, his glasses, the frame just goes towards the bottom, and then it's just frameless. I bet that's specifically designed for him to view everything that happens via table tennis. Yeah. Yo, no, 100%. I mean, it's like the like Spidey sense. Like I it's have better Because the way he's like, has him to look down and then up with his eyes, Yeah. then the brims would get in the way. But if they're yeah. below him, then they're totally not out of the way. It's totally is, designed for this. This is doubles, too. This is doubles. This is doubles. Uh, I don't think I mentioned that. This is table doubles. Tennis. So on the Japanese team, the there's um, there men and women on both, both teams. And on the Japanese team, the female athlete is 20. What? The male is 32. He's 32, Damn. but she's 20 over in Japan. I don't know how old the athletes over in China are, but they kept emphasizing how young she is, and she's about – they could potentially upset China here. Which, oh, we're here for this. and It, it is the sixth game match, so I don't know if this is it. Like, I, I was know. trying to look it up and see how many yeah. – uh, no, how many sets, how many sets that you need to yeah. win to win it all. Yeah. Um. And now that I haven't muted for the sake of audio, I have no idea what's going on because I was really relying on the Way announcers better. for this. This is actually our our this is our Olympic trials to be broadcasting. Like you know, like a lot of people do it, but oh wow, we don't mess that. You're gonna be Wait listening to this, and you either have gonna already know who won this, or you're not. You could just Google it way before we get to the end of yes, this. Yes, don't spoil but it. Why, why? It is currently eight five China, 
And yep. that is, that is big. But while we're kind of watching this going back and forth, there's no way we're going to be able to do like a play-by-play on this. No, no, no. You and I not. were watching a lot of men's sevens rugby last night. Yeah. And that's our favorite. I think you, I could speak. Oh, candidly about that. I that honestly favorite, love favorite event in all the summer Olympics is men's sevens. They blast through like 15 matches. They're, they're all about 20 yeah. minutes long. Yep. I was, it, they started at eight, eight twenty. I was like, Tyler, are you watching? He's like, has it started? Is like, yeah, you already missed one. Yeah, that, that was literally it. I was like, this is awesome. This is like, you don't need to get too invested in it. There's just bodies just slamming against each other. Some guy on America cut his forehead open. Oh, first his play. Jersey was all blooded up, man. And he got right back in there, man. It was great. Yeah, they just like, wrapped his head is... up and they kept going. So USA won. They played twice last night or yesterday. Yeah. They won. They beat uh, Kenya. Kenya. And then they it was a close one against Ireland, nineteen seventeen. So they are going to play again tonight, as of we're yep. recording this, which is Monday. Uh, and I'll be watching that again, and we'll see what happens. But so they played yesterday. So no spoilers if you're in the future. So please. I believe I don't know what the rankings are in rugby, but mm-hmm. just like how China is ranked the number one here in table tennis, it's usually New Zealand who is the number one. Because if this- you know anything about rugby, it's the All Blacks, which is like five of you, five of you who listen to this podcast Dude, wa- if you don't watch rugby but you like that kind of thing watch it it is watch a it. hoot if you're yeah. really lucky go to new york and find an irish pub and go watch rugby there Woo boy yeah that was that mean i like so, the, the, europe so, and like all these countries love their sports so as we're speaking Olympics. china actually just closed out the sixth set here yep 11 6 so now we're tied at three Tyler, don't be afraid if you want to quickly Google how many it no, takes. To, we're just I'm not going, going to. I'm not going well, to. I would, I would like all. to know when, if when this is supposed to end, so in case it gets close, we know <laughs> so we can get properly hyped. Like, oh, they're so close. Like, you, know I mean? <laughs> you should. You should assume that every point is close. That's that's a true that broadcast. That is an a, that is an emotional roller coaster. I'm not prepared. For you it. damn. You damn right, man. You got to bring it to the table. That I, didn't even I would like to, to know everybody it. else's favorite Olympic game back home to everybody. Uh, we're here. We're live. We're actually live in Tokyo right now. Yeah. Yep, um, so we we're a little tired. Uh, I mm-hmm. it's God. I don't even know what time it is. I don't even look. It at is like anymore. five o'clock time. in the morning. And uh, we're so tired. And we um, <laughs> we're curious back home in the States. If anyone could uh, tell us what your favorite Olympic game is. You just want to thank the IOC um, and uh, the Olympic Committee for giving us the opportunity to do this. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you will not been, know if we are serious in, or not. We are Maybe the IOC in. will listen and be like, oh, shit, do we mean, do we give them credentials? Should we give it to them for next time? That's what I'm kind of hoping Again? For. You mean again? Because they already did again. it. Yeah, We're yeah, working yeah. in tandem with NBC. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a full collaboration. Yeah. Um, we tech, we interviewed, you know, uh, a, a co-worker, a former employee, Dan Ravel. So, I mean, kind of, kind of plays into that. So we are so, we're working hard over here in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. We're really proud of our countrymen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What other? What other? Uh, oh, we've been watching handball. You know that handball reminded me of gym class, and we did not play that hard. No, we should have. We can. There's an argument made. Part of my take the sports podcast to listen to from Barstool. They make an argument that the average player can like do relatively well at handball. And the more that I watch it, like if you if you give me personally myself, and I'm saying this on the air, like two years, someone find a handball league, I will try out. 
I'll play. I want to do this. Wait, should we start a Connecticut beer podcast handball league? It's going to be all. We should start a a Connecticut beer podcast. All fat bearded dudes like struggling to like go up and down the court like one time. I feel like that's real. We we should start a Connecticut beer podcast table tennis league and you and I will pair up. (laughs) Yeah, I used to be really good at table tennis. Now you just need to get the rust off. We're currently in a commercial break for the people at home. I'm I'm, I'm in in the handball. I'm I'm into the handball because I got the reach. I can actually use my like, yeah, you you would have to be able to dive. Would you be a goal? I would dive. I don't know if I would be goalie. You know what? I wouldn't mind being goalie. Because they really lose their legs a lot. So you got to like fling your body around. I want to be one of those people at the top of the key that just like launches themselves and then just like does a little bounce pass into the goal. That always looks like really cool. I want to be like, yo, I want to do that all the time. Celebrate for the win. Let's also, make it happen. I was also watching uh, volleyball, which mm-hmm. I always love volleyball. I actually know what's going on in volleyball, which is kind of nice. Same. I, you actually played in high school, Tyler. I know <laughs> yeah. that, but I, I actually like I ba- I know the basic rules. I can know when the game's gonna be over. Right. You know, I, I, I it's like it's kind of nice. It's I try to avoid the sports that I watch regularly, so I haven't watched any of the Olympic baseball or softball or basketball on yet. I know softball's on. Is baseball oh, on? Uh, soft. I don't think baseball started yet, but yeah. I've been I've avoided basketball. I I like to watch the sports I don't normally watch. Yeah. So yeah, that that's true. Well, that, so they're back on. So real quick, they are back on. Yep. It is again tied at three. We have no idea when this is over. I was no idea. That up. Nope. Um, it is it. one nothing Japan in this seventh set. Again, no one. Again, no one spoil it for me. Okay. Or Jeff. How could they spoil it for you? That's the joke. Okay. <laughs> How is this possible? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so if you hear, oh, we have, Jeff, we have, wait, hold on. We have a quick cleanup. Quick yep. cleanup oh, on the that was fast. The table. Could what be faster. They should be what? like the uh, the tennis ball boy and ball girls at like let's, Wimbledon. Let's take Sprint. a guess. Let's take a guess. That guy came over and he wiped something off the table with a rag. What did he wipe off? Go. He actually rubbed something on, and that was the spider tack. Are you are you insinuating that? Japan. There's cheating involved? Yes. Someone's cheating. They're too good. They're, nah, they're too honorable. They're, there's too much at stake here. That's fair. I just wanted to make... You, you said baseball, and I was like, there has to be a spider attack reference on in there at least once. I guess so. It's um, 2 nothing Japan. Oh my god, I'm so good at this. You are actually doing a play-by-play. I was just going to pop in when there was a... Ooh! When there was a good volley. Anyway. It was I'm a gonna, good volley. So I know. One thing I'm always impressed with is that the ball is coming at such a speed and at such a curve, but they know exactly when to not hit it. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, all right, let's fun. let's do let's do a few beer category. Uh, that can't even can't even talk. I'm too distracted. I will I will I will interrupt mm-hmm. at big moments. Let okay. me do that. But yep. I will let you start talking beer stuff, and I'll give my yeah. two cents. But at certain moments, I'm gonna have to be like, hold on. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna need you. Me. I'm gonna need you to do, actually do that. Oh, okay. oh, she got wrecked. Um, so yeah, uh, a couple notes here. I why well, I even forgot where to start. Um, oh yeah, this is one thing that I actually want to bring up because it ties to our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at one zero five six p o d c a s t on Instagram. There is unfortunately zero Olympic coverage as of right now, um, but you never know. We're actually only qualified to give this much Olympic coverage as we are yeah. sitting in a hotel room in the middle of. <laughs> we're actually on top of Mount Fuji. Wow. And are they, we, they, wait, we are. Yeah, we're well. That's where our hotel is. It's actually an right. Airbnb, um, and we're on the just top the of the mountain. And yeah, they let no, us rent the mountain now. Nobody. That's just how they keep us far away from the games. Um, we're actually not 
allowed to do any more coverage than mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So stuff, and we have to blend it into our actual podcast, so they actually don't know. But that. the amount of money NBC's paying us, it's disgusting. We might be able to afford a third microphone. Whoa. Sorry, fourth. Fifth. Fifth? I, Fifth I, microphone. I have two. <laughs> I know. So I was like, wait. Guess microphones. <laughs> I have too many microphones. Anyway, um, so I put out a poll on our Instagram story because I guess Instagram likes it when you do like polls or like multiple choice like answer thing. Like I guess they love that content because this actually got a ton of views and a, l- a lot more responses than I thought. Um, All hail the algorithm. That's right. That's absolutely right. I didn't know if you were going to cut in there with the ping pong I am, thing or not. it's six nothing japan <laughs> in this set right now it's ripping face man which is amazing um, that china is really struggling here so yeah so uh if anyone hasn't heard or cared uh shipyard the creators of the very popular seasonal drink pumpkin head right i think everyone oh, favorite favorite mine with, this, with the you know cinnamon rimmed glass and everything it's great um, is that the best? I don't like the cinnamon on my on my glass. That's, you really don't? I just just leave it off. That's fair. I you know what? When I'm feeling a little fancy, I feel you know I'm not as jiggly, if you will. I can add on the calories. Why not? Why not? Throw on the cinnamon sugar rim glass. But anyway, uh, as of like last week, so middle of July, they released pumpkin head hard seltzer, and let me tell you, the internet is very split on this. It is very polarizing from what I've seen, right? Because you have the beer purist nerds who are like, wow, another hard seltzer. And, you know, people take pumpkin head as like a just seasonal flash in the pan style of beer. Some people say that, not me. Um, Other people are really excited. So it's coming to Connecticut. I First off, I didn't know if it was coming to Connecticut. I put the poll out there. I was like, should we do this on a 1050 sips? And I was like, no one's going to say yes. This is going to get shot down immediately. Turns out, quite the opposite. For those people who do not know, 1050 Sips is our video review series you can find on our Instagram. Uh, Please feel free to check out those videos. They are short, sweet, to the point, and we review out-of-state beers. Yeah. Uh, And please, give us your thoughts. So, uh, Shipyard is out of Massachusetts. Um, so it's slowly making its way into Connecticut. I actually took the time to call like three liquor stores to be like, do you have this in stock? I am this committed to this bit, uh, to actually get this to work. So not a bit. Listen, it is eight, nothing Japan. Are they about to? Oh, eight, one. I was about to say, you shouldn't. There's no such thing in the dugout. Who's like, Hey, you don't think you're throwing a perfect game here. I don't believe in bad luck. The only thing that, the only thing that occurs when that happens is that Mm -hmm. you change the mental state of the person that's going on. Yeah. But if you say it and they can't hear you because we're all the way up on the Mount, Mount Fuji, right? Okay, they away. can't hear us. So I didn't jinx it. But if you say oh, like, "Hey man, wow, you have a perfect," I don't know about this. It's a two now, dude. You have a perfect game going. You obviously change how he's thinking. But if you're just a yeah. fan at home, like talk up a storm. I don't believe in that stuff, dude. Well, listen. If there's it any a two, you brought it up as you said. It's eight nothing. The ball. They hit, Japan hit the ball out 8-1, and it then was, we were going through this. It's now 8 It is my job right now. I'm being paid by NBC right now to True. do a play-by-play by of True. this. And I'm cutting back a lot. True. What am I supposed to say? Not that it was 8 nothing okay. at one point? Okay, you're good. You're off the hook. You're off the hook Of course there. I'm off the hook. You're off the hook. If Ty, they the had come the back. The matter is, is that I think we should do the pumpkin. Yes. Head. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm genuinely curious because I, you have like – 
two very polarizing groups of people when they do this are like, I'm never going to touch this. It's someone jumping on the hard seltzer craze, which it's very true. However, this is a uh, non-traditional, it's a, it's a hard seltzer take, wow, a hard seltzer take on an already existing beer. And that's something you don't see a lot. So I'm willing to kind of see what that's all about and be like, listen, how close is it? I've, does it taste of the actual pumpkin head? Which, side note, doesn't come out for like another month. Would love to have them back to back. I don't even know if the seltzer will be around at the same time as the beer itself will come out. Like, I, I've done this research. They're like, it's selling out really fast. And like, it's, I think it's going to be an overlap. Like, there I might think we be need to call our representatives. But uh, yeah, so I am keeping on this. Be on the lookout. I know people say seltzer is not technically a beer, but depending on the process, it actually technically is a beer based on the fermentation process. Whatever. I'm a Cicerone, no big deal. But uh, be on the lookout for that. That's actually and, one of the big reasons why NBC contacted us is your Cicerone certification. You know, it's like you see that gold. You see that gold pin. And you're like, man, think, gold medal. Damn, that's symbolic. I'm just certified, man, as a beer server. But no one cares. I'm just certified. So... Yeah, I am actually really excited about that. So speaking of beer as well, um, it is currently nine for Japan. If so remember Jeff, to win it, Jeff, to win it set, you have to you have to get eleven. Remember that it was eight nothing, and then Jeff said, "Oh, I don't believe in jinxes," and now it's nine five Japan. So um, we what That's we're fine. seeing here is Jeff putting bad juju into the ether, and it's now affecting the the team that he wanted to win. Yes, I do want Japan to win because I'm looking for the upset. I just think I just want the upset. I, Good I don't know fan. about that. Sounds uh, like who, you. Who, well, who do you want to win? I want Japan to win. Yeah. It'd be fun. Hell yeah. Anyway, nothing against China. I no. just nothing against these two individuals. Uh, nothing against them. But they have had there's they have had limelight for long enough. Better jerseys. One hundred percent go to China. By the way. Oh, one hundred percent. They have this one hundred percent. Ooh, let's do a quick review. Ooh. Hey, China's jerseys have this like blackish main color mm-hmm. and they this like awesome violet dragon it's like painted across it's like i don't know it's like spread across like this fine paint and it's epic and then japan although very cool it's just kind of like red and pink striped yeah um, jerseys which are fine but i think they could have done a lot more there i think they should have been wearing like white oh, jerseys with spider like, tax coming out oh, oh yeah, okay right. white but, jerseys okay. with like a like a painted red dot on it like off off centered. I think this is for the gold medal, by the way. Oh, shut the fuck up! No, because they're tied. Wait, there's yeah. no way. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, oh, uh, well, awkward. False, 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 I false. see. Whenever Surf. we mention it, whenever we mention it, China wins the points. It's okay. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna say everything. God, you're the worst. You're the it's, worst it's fan currently, of, it's of currently, Japan table tennis. Shut up! It is currently ten six. Oh my god! Oh, I think wait! Did they just it? win the gold? I mean, they seem like they're celebrating. They're cheering! They're holding each other. They are. I think he just smashed her in the face with the ping pong battle. He is pumping up the crowd that is not there. Oh, oh my god! Taking off the headband. His sunglasses. His sunglasses off. Swag sunglasses are off. Everyone's cheering. Did they just beat China for the gold? Yeah, that's it. Boom! Japan wins. Congratulations, Japan! The curse is no more. Jeff's curse did not work. We're we're congratulating you from the top of Mount Fuji. Beautiful, what a show! My God, dude, they were down 2-0. Not anymore, man. 
they just did that. Well, that's amazing. So I'm, I'm like afraid to turn this off. I'm like confirming that. Just yeah, they're, they're, yeah, no, they're yeah, putting yeah, the they're rack done, away. Done, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're done. Off. Okay. Wow. So again, tonight we will be watching rugby. Uh, let us know your favorite Olympic sport, and let us know if this is if you've turned this off. Although you know what my this favorite is the best opener we've ever had. So. You know, yeah, I I think so too. Honestly, you know what my favorite winter event is the biathlon where they do the cross country skiing and then do the rifle shooting. That I was talking really about cool. that yesterday. Were you? Yeah, I was telling I was telling my girlfriend about it because we're talking about how it's fun to watch different sports in the Olympics. Yeah. That's why I like it. And look, that was that's always the one I go to because I think about that. It's cross country skiing, so it's all about durability. And then while you're trying to not die from mm. exhaustion you have to steady your breath to aim a rifle and hit targets that's, that's hard the thing it's like you have instead of you your body wants to go <gasps> and but it you have to steady in and you have to 360 no scope the targets now that would be a sport yeah i'm just saying if someone did the sport but then just like spun around 360 and then no just scoped it from the hip from the hip Show me is that. Is there anything else on our docket besides? Yes, a few what things. Um, so shout out to uh, Alex Cano. Uh, he was at Two Roads at the Hop Yard. Live music is back, in case you didn't uh, forget. He's doing a whole um, like brewery tour. So he's like a live musician. He's going to different breweries around New England, which I kind of think is a cool idea. I really don't see that a lot, like where artists are specifically like you're going to different venues, but you're going to different breweries, and people are pretty excited about it. He did a cover of all apologies by nirvana it was nirvana song and it was a toss-up taigo what album is that in utero i don't think that was the song no fuck i feel so bad but they did a cover of nirvana song there was like three and i was like also half paying attention because i was with a bunch of friends uh from college so um but very very good artist got to meet him really quickly because shout out to cat she name dropped us and um, was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I, I would love to be on the show. So, hey, there oh. you go. Phone lines are open. We'll get that set up. But I just want to give a special shout out. Operators are standing by. Truly great musician uh, right there. Speaking of Two Roads, um, Best Trivia Ever is going to be at Two Roads on Wednesday. That is not a paid promo. I know people say we pick it back off Two Roads a lot, but I literally just saw this like a half hour ago. So tomorrow, the 28th. The only people who's ever paid us is NBC. True. But I'm saying it's Olympic. That's true. Coverage. That's right. The beautiful Olympic coverage. Stream now on Peacock and all NBC Sports Network, CNBC, the USA Network, and all. All uh, jokes aside, the pinnacle of this show is if we could do a 1056 international and we can review here from other countries. In the countries, not order it from it from. Because we no. can do that easily, we can go and get some. You know, okay. So we we mentioned we mentioned like a bu- like a bucket list, or I do. Like I mentioned a bucket list of guests that I like wanted to have on the show. Before you die. Sure, That's what I a guess technically. List is, dude. How many? What guests can I get on the show before I die? One. Day? I guess so. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying before this podcast ends, but like I don't see any end in sight for this anyway. Um, yeah, it was like Phil Markowski was like definitely up there as one that we wanted to do. So that checked off the list. Lee, so now Lee's mine. Lee is my number one. Okay, you don't need to suck up to the executive producer. It's fine. I'm trying to get a promotion and a raise, so you know. Yeah, Lee, you're my number paid? one. Wait, you get paid? Not by NBC? But, uh, well, like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a union thing. 
I th- oh, fucking unions, man. Don't <laughs> um, honestly, I would love to interview the head brewer of Omnipolo. I'm going to butcher his name. It's Hennick. Hen- See, I'm, I'm going to butcher it. No, he's not coming on. I don't blame. It's not. Uh, yeah. H-E-N-O-K. Hennock Fenty. I would like he, to know what is the background of that name because that's awesome. I don't know. I don't know. He seems like a really nice guy. I've seen some interviews with him. He's building a new brewery inside of like an old church and it looks like amazing. And Omnipolo, we're lucky enough that they're distributing out of 12%, like in North Haven. Like some of their distro is in 12%. Like some of these beers that are found all over the world and then also like a half hour from where we live. Kind of crazy. Um, him, 100%. Him in Sweden, in Stockholm. Give me the soft serve that they make. Give me the weird stuff. That. If anyone knows him, let us know. Because I'll Fire do it. tickets. We're going flying there. We're going to Stockholm. That would what, be. We're leaving Japan. We're off to Stockholm. <laughs> it's a quick trip. Mm. It is a quick trip. So, um,. Yeah, that that is it there. I don't know where we got on, to- on topic with that. Hold on, I got. I don't know. You were talking about something. So, yeah. But anyway, my initial point is that best trivia ever is going to be at Two Roads tomorrow, Wednesday, the twenty eighth. It's benefiting the Connecticut Brewers Guild. Great deal, Ken, former guest on the show, versus Two Roads, two former guests that we've had on the show. Some say it's the ten fifty six bump. So let's let's. Do you have anything more on your docket? I do. I have a few things, but go on. Well, because we got it. We got it. Oh, I know. We have an interview. Like this is not not the podcast. It's the Olympics. This comes every four years, so it's maybe it's a little bit longer, and it's a little bit. Saying like, what else do you have on your docket? Because I want to talk about our amazing guests. Okay, fine. Uh, Two things. For those who haven't seen, uh, two breweries are changing ownership over the past couple weeks. Um, Fairfield Craft Ales is going under new ownership. And Shabin is going under like the Connecticut Brewing Collective. It's a like all woman led uh, like beer initiative that's going to be buying Shabin. Some people say it's actually being bought even by the, the current owner. Allegedly, I'm not sure. Something's going on there. Bought by the owner. Allegedly, Dude, I that's some high level business. Seriously, I allegedly, I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> actually want to get in trouble and say something wrong. I don't know. Uh, but those are two I just noticed. Over the past couple weeks, they are changing hands. Um, so, best of luck to the new owners. That was it. That was my docket. I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then Connecticut is reducing their tax on beer. So, shout out to Ned DeMont. Legalized online gambling, I think. Legalized weed. And then cheaper beer. This guy is Lower taxes, every... legalize more things. We'll all be most pretty happy. Yeah. He's just one. He's just a dude, man. He just he just wants to have fun. So shout out to him for lowering the tax on beer. Jeff, introduce the guest. I know you've been dying to do so. I'm well, sorry. I, this was this was this was one of the more fun interviews we've had in a while. Yes. Uh, our guests today are Carly and Brandon from the account Bring It to the Table. YouTube videos, social media awareness to all things beer and food. We love their content. We love them. We have met them several times at different events. And yes. this interview was just, we needed, to, we needed to just interview them. We needed to hang out with them. Uh, it was a lot more 
unpredictable than we could ever have imagined. We always leave a little error for a little room for error, a little room mm-hmm. for unpredictability. But this one just, we had no idea where it was going. We just went for the ride, man. And we had an absolute blast uh, learning all about them and what they do. And also we're talking about everything else. I don't even remember what we talked about. I blacked out to the entire thing. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, we, um, we talked about kind of how we met because we had been like DMing them just like random stuff back and forth about new beer releases. Like, hey, they post content about Connecticut beer. They're interviewing like breweries and things like that. And uh, what? Keep talking for a second. Oh, that's fine. Um, and I was like, okay, like, you know what? These people are actually legit. They have a really good social media presence and they have a really good like video and editing setup. I thought they were like, professional hosts that were coming in to do like a Connecticut segment. Like that's how legit we thought they are. So uh, we finally got to meet them in person at Better Hat Brewing for the game night event um, to benefit the Agape house, which I meant to mention, but um, it was a great benefit. I think Carly, Brandon, and everyone else involved did a really amazing job. So if you are, if you see their events in the future, um, I highly recommend going to check it out because it is a, a really really fun time so um and the guys at better Hat Brewing, the guys the girls the folks at better Brewing, uh really nice people too so that that always helps um so yeah like jeff said it's a little bit uh a, cr- a little craziness just because uh one of the one of the uh, uh people we interviewed came in a little bit late for a good reason but in any case it was a great interview overall really fun and laid back it's always something that Jeff and I enjoy, just being able to laugh hard, not feel like we're stressed out about the interview or anything like that. So. Oh, that was another person, another bucket list person. It's somewhere in between Phil Markowski and the people from Omnipolo is Clem from Two Roads. And the reason why I say Clem from Two Roads, there's four co-founders of Two Roads. Why? Clem seems like the guy who we can like, he, he seems like he would be the most fun person to interview out of them i loved talking to phil to death great guy very informative really good sport i feel like clem would be an amazing time anyway we're not going to delay uh no. the point anymore great intro really great intro maybe we'll do this every four years thanks with our for listening account. as we are live from mount fuji mm-hmm. yep. uh thank you for carly and brandon uh nice bring it to the table for coming on our show and having a great mm-hmm. time and stay tuned for that. And I hope you listen to it all the way through because it is worth it. Um, it is. And stay tuned for the next episode of 1050 Sips next week. That's and right. thanks for being you. And as always, raise hell and praise Dale. And we'll see you in the next episode. USA, USA, USA. Beautiful. And we're back. Right, Jeff? We're back. <laughs> we're here with Carly from Bring It to the Table. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. We're so excited, excited to have you. Work. <laughs> we're excited to have you. Uh, we've been chatting with you guys for a while. And we are big fans of your content. And we we met together at an event at uh, Better Half Brewing. Good job. Um, 
I'm going to fail miserably at trying to describe the event, but I, so I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. Fair, fair. So I'm Carly, I'm going to give it over to you. Yeah, it was a- You can help me out so I can stop sweating. (laughs) That would be really great. But I got you. That's why I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to, I got your back. Thanks, it was, it was a event, really. So Better Half Brewing is a new brewery that Brandon has been actually working on the social media for. They are great people. They opened up pretty like kind of in the height of pandemic. So what they have hired me to do is do their events for them. And the first one we did was a game night charity event. So we had like a cornhole tournament and all those games set up. It was a lot of fun to plan. I love planning parties. I like partying. So it was, it's like a great, great setup for me. And I was very happy that I was able to bring some notoriety to better half as well. It was an amazing time. It was one of the first for, for me, at least I can't speak for time. It was one of the first parties felt like a party situation, like a, like a, like an event that I had been to since like the mask mandates and things had opened up of the end of the COVID stuff. Yeah, that was kind of so our goal. That felt really good. Yeah, that was kind of our goal to kind of get people out again and to show them that, you know, as long as you're being safe, you know, you can still continue to have a good time and these places still exist and they still need your business and they're better than, you know, getting a Bud Light or like a 30 rack. Okay, also, let me let me preface this by saying I'm going to knock basic beer a lot, but I love Miller Lite so oh, much. Oh, live forever. Great Absolutely. Answer. That is... That, it, that we was, are we are officially sponsored by Miller Lite. Actually, no, here on the not podcast. yet. Nope, can't say that. Can't uh, say so that. Th- we want to say we want to take a quick pause and give a word to our sponsors. Miller Lite, drink and enjoy, live forever. Yep. yep. And we're back. Um, okay, cool. So Good I, job. I, well, the one, my one complaint about that event, Carly. I have one complaint. All right. And that is that there are way too many people. There is oh. way too many people there that were better at us at all the games. <laughs> Those mm. people that won the cornhole tournament were just. What was that? They were amazing. Like other yeah, we, we got wrecked. Yeah. It that's was actually, that's wrecked actually an understatement. Yeah, it was like two seconds. You guys played a couple rounds and they got all of theirs in the second round. And that was um, it. The other out. kicker, too, was that we played beer pong with Uber Deb and we lost. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we I, didn't even drink. Granted, she. I don't think I think she made like one or two cups like I like you know it, it was her party that made a lot of them so I don't mean to like downplay it whatever name drop Uber Deb like you know whatever you take the loss in stride and you become a bigger person because of it so it's whatever but <laughs> overall like that it, it honestly was a great event um yep. I she did why- have a sip of beer she didn't really she like did. what she had she did. And I think oh. she was wrong Yes. And I'm not trying to say it. I, we were sitting at the same table. I saw her like take a little sip and then she was like, nope. And I said, you wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's not, she's not a huge beer drinker. When we had a, we had, we filmed an episode of Bar where we were lucky enough to sit down with her as well and talk to her. And she tried a beer there and it was like the lightest beer they had. And she was just. Too bitter. I get it. <laughs> yeah, she's just not about it. And that's fine. Beer's not for everyone. She's a big Fox yeah. and Park girl, though. She likes those Fox and Park sodas. Never had those. I still have to have. I see those sodas all the time. Never had it. Sounds amazing. I know. So I actually want to back up a little bit because I jumped right into that event and because that was that was <laughs> amazingly fun. That was for that was. Did I see you there first and then at Tribus for trivia? No, Tribus first when I was inebriated. Right, so, that, <laughs> so that's when I first met you. But that at the event is when I first got to get to know you. Yeah. But let's back up. Let's talk about bring it to the table. Why don't you explain? what you guys do, 
what the what the um, account on Instagram and on YouTube is about and how it kind of formed a little bit. Yeah, so bring it to the table is essentially it's just a I've been calling it a vlog cast because we're not, you know, we're, we're kind of this weird video production midway meeting like podcast setup. So I've been calling it a vlog cast where Trademark I, that. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, um, trademark it. Uh, I'm taking that. So we at the end the, the ultimate I've had this project in mind for years. I've always loved beer. I've always had a very large passion for it. And I just never was able to find the right co-host for it. I was never able to find someone who would video it to the way that I saw it being done. It's never followed through. Um, New Year's Eve this past year, I was out with friends and I got a little sauced up. I was very, very drunk. And I was sending like 10 minute long videos to Brandon, who at this point, his food blog that, you know, we had been discussing for a really long time started to take off. And this was when breweries had to have food. They were required by state law because of COVID to have food, have food trucks. So I drunkenly, I didn't FaceTime him. I didn't send him snaps. I recorded videos on my phone to text him that were 10 minutes long being like, Brent, what if we just, what if I disappear and you did the food and we just made it, it would be great. And that's kind of how that came to fruition. The next day he messaged me like, were you, are, were you serious? And I'll be drunk. I was dead serious. Absolutely. So, so yeah, we filmed our first episode in February with, we did like a soft one at New Park where we kind of went in and fleshed out an idea and tried to see what we would like to do. And then we did our first episode at Tribus and it was a lot of fun. That first episode at Tribus was like the one that really made me turn my head just because something that we talk about a lot is we started this like two and a half years ago with the focus on beer. And we thought like we were breaking ground on this like no one will talk about craft beer and we were so wrong at the time when we first started there was like four beer podcasts like in shelton and we were like number five and i was like what like what what ball did we drop yeah we were like how the hell did we miss all of this did no research on it but whatever um and since then i've like always kept my eye on things that pop up and you know people will go on their own and they'll review a beer and whatnot and just like us we are sometimes a diamond dozen we're a podcast that talks about beer it's like really nothing new and nothing that's like groundbreaking and i saw that you were doing like professional like video quality interviews and you were like sitting down with the people from tribus and i was like hold on a second i was like this is talk not show. Yeah, and I was like, wait a second. I was like, they have like 4K footage. They have like, they have a, they have four cameras. And they have one that's just like a B-roll shot. And I was like, time out. I was like, way too much production value here that just came out of nowhere. And since you then, the, I've been you like, this, what Charlie, is happening? This, this is pure jealousy. And the reason I know that's jealousy is because I feel it. And we <laughs> would 100%. love, we would love that. Camera guy? We, yeah. uh, you, you're looking at the camera guys. You're looking at him. Mm-hmm. Well, then all you got to do is blame yourself. That's, That's true. true. I do That's that. I do that every day, point. Carly. But we don't need to get into that. <laughs> so I was well, like, I was like, okay, like this is legit. And the interviews, like the content was really good too. You know, like you can make something look as nice as you can, but if the hosts suck or if the content sucks like it's gonna be a one and done thing and that's something that i always try to like put my best foot forward and i was like no this is actually like really funny and i was like we i think we've been talking back and forth ever since for the past like almost six months or so yeah. so the little people on the curtain that's like that's how i we came to kind of see you and 
glad glad so, that we stumbled upon you. Yeah, I so think we too. So when you met, when you you and Brandon met, like really met to talk it out, what was after meeting? What was like the goal that you wanted? How do you differentiate yourself from what everyone else is doing? Obviously, there's there's a cookie cutter way of going about social media with food and beer. So how did you guys want to make it different? Absolutely. So I mean, as uh, so I've done, I've been in the entertainment industry for a really long time. I've done everything from bartending to events to I do makeup. I've done makeup on film sets. So I'm very familiar with the way things need to be marketed to get ground. Um, so when we started this, my goal in mind was my end goal is always to become like a like a Netflix show, a Hulu show. Diners, Drives and Dives is essentially the same thing, but just with diners. So when we started this out, I want to be that and be that figure. I want us to be those figureheads, but with breweries. So we figured we'll start in Connecticut. We'll do the entirety of Connecticut, work out our kinks, work out how we really want this show to flow and what we want to, how we want to come off. And then we'll go from there. So what episode can we expect Guy Fieri to show up? <sighs> we'll have to do like That's a hoodoo, we'll have to do like a Hoodoo Brown collab or something Ooh. like that. Hoodoo Brown's legit. Yeah, they're I would big. get I would I would give a limb. I would amputate a limb. Any limb mm-hmm. to have Guy Fieri on this fucking podcast. You have no idea. I got questions I, I have stored up in this brain to ask about DDD and GGG. GGG. You, you know what's funny? Uh, so sometimes, like, you never know. I've, like, DM'd people. Like, we had um, Dan Ravel on, who was, like, used to be on ESPN, big reporter, investor in athletic, this and that thing. And I was like, no chance he's going to reply back. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so so you think iso- we should give a shot to Guy Fieri? Let me fit. Yeah, let me finish. You never. My point is, you never know what can happen. So I'm gonna isolate that clip. Jeff, pick which arm you want cut off. No, I said anyone else can pick it. That's how desperate I am. Carly, you fucked up, dude. Look into my eyes right now. I'm taking away your left arm. They could be more serious. I'm taking away that left arm right away, dude. I'm getting (laughs) Guy Fieri on. If it kills me to remove your limb, so get ready. Sharpen, (laughs) sharpen the knife. I don't know. I'm not cutting it off. Like I'm not going to be responsible for that. Guy Fieri's a chef. I bet you we can do a nice clean cut. Is he though? Is he a chef? Wow. No, I I don't know. I don't know because everything I've ever seen. Way to way to backtrack. He's either just eating. Or talking about it. I've hey, never seen him actually authority. cook it. He had to be a food authority by knowing the food. So in theory, okay, you're not wrong. I've never seen him actually cook anything. Right. But his theory, Gordon Ramsay's a chef. Bobby Flay's a chef. These are chefs. Gordon Ramsay is a chef. Yeah, sure. Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. I would, like give, I would cut my own head off to have him on the podcast. I would... I would. I just want him to like be my dad. I love my dad to death, but I could use two dads, and they, one of them could be Gordon Ramsay. Too bad he's already got five kids. He can't have. Well, six. he could use a six. Dude, he's fifty <laughs> he something years old. Yeah, he's fifty something years old, and he's still pumping them out. Sorry, that is. Sorry. Wow. Good it's job. True. It's just true. Censor that. My I'm girlfriend and I that. watch like every show he does. We watch MasterChef. We watch Hell's Kitchen. We watch Uncharted on Disney Plus. We watch them all. And that guy, like, be on our podcast, Gordon. Anyways, it's not about Gordon Ramsay. It's we'll get there. Gordon. It's about I will them, say this. Jeff. I will Jesus. see this, Carly, is that you guys definitely achieved the the production quality, both in post and, and uh, video quality and in performance, I guess, as we want to call it, of what would be like a Netflix Hulu show. I will say you Thank have you. achieved yes. that. Thank you. 
<clears throat> which I think was really good timing too, because like as of two days ago, you're you're picking it up again. You you have yeah. someone who's going to actually get the um like video and the AV all set up. So tell us a little bit about that. It was like very well timed that like just happened to work out. Yeah. So we had been working with someone who was a friend of mine who was doing it for us and it just got to be too much for him he you know he's moving more into music videos and sports production and things like that so he couldn't follow through with the project which was very unfortunate especially because he left us with like three unedited episodes and i don't do the technology very well i like do the bare minimum of technology and hope and pray that it works out so when it comes to the idea of edit i edited one video over quarantine and it took me I think like two weeks to edit like a 30 second video. I was like, what the fuck is this? Never went back to it. And so we were very, we were distraught. We didn't know what to do. We weren't sure, you know, it's our baby. So we didn't want to just hire anyone. We needed a videographer for our better half event actually. And we were asking around Gary Noetic Productions. Our new videographer was suggested to me by um, actually Uber Deb's manager, Joe. Um, It's all coming full circle. It is, it. you know, everything's about who you know, where you know him from. And we were very lucky to have him be recommended to us because once he did that better half video, we were just sold. It was so well done. Every, he was such a, like, so nice to work with. Absolutely loved him. So we met with him the following week and now he's doing our show. So we're really excited to be working with him. Yeah. That trailer that you put out, so cool, I watched right? it like I watched it several times, Se- several it separate times. I like I went back. Let's. I was let, very like, very different. excited about it. I sent it to my whole family. Like guys, look, look at this. <laughs> I was yeah. I was thinking like I don't know where to put my body, but I'm gonna put it somewhere because I'm all amped up. I don't know what to do. Here we are. Like I. Crazy. I loved, <laughs> I loved the editing on that, Carly. You and I have a lot in common because we're idea people. And we tell other people to do our ideas. And th- yeah. that's that's an important role because that is Tyler to me. He he does what I say. What? Sorry, you can speak in the microphone? The execution is actually more important than the idea. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Only but there's nothing case. to execute without the idea. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, Jeff, like, I, the thing <laughs> is, I get so when i when i edit so everything i do like i edit on my own i have this mac mini that's like eight years old and it hasn't melted yet when i'm trying to edit video and sometimes i get so down one lane that i'm just it's like midnight and i'm like yeah let's just like keep building off this regardless of how bad it is and it hasn't happened yet but jeff will be like well well, how come you didn't add a sound effect here or this and that i'm like well shit you're right and it's really easy for me to be lazy and be like well i'm just gonna let it slide and then i'm like no no let me do it so i pick my battles carly I pick my battles. Jeff, Jeff is the spark, and I am I am the the eternal flame that that will just like produce our ideas. But I'm really nitpicky, Carly. I'm really really nitpicky. So when we used to edit in the same room, where I would stand over his shoulder and be like, "This, this, this, and this," is, <laughs> oh, it would no. last us a really long time. Are you like yeah. that? Are you like really nitpicky about things, or do you kind of just let it happen? And whatever they give you back, you're kind of mostly okay. You with You know, it. I. I am very nitpicky about things. I'm that person where when we get our footage footage back, our footage, our footage back, I'll go through it and I'll be like, well, from second 30 to minute and a half, I like this. From minute 206 to 210, this is good. Like I <laughs> And they usually don't use any of them. And then I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, we didn't ask you to do this. So maybe relax. It's true. <laughs> One of my I, favorite I stories that. that we share 
we like to share is we were editing videos at pretty much at the same time. It was my parents went to Costa Rica. Oh yeah. He knows where this is going. <laughs> and Tyler's they, they took, he already knows exactly where this is going. And they yeah. took their GoPro and they came back and they're like, we have this stuff and you guys kind of have fun doing video stuff. Could you put it together so we could send it to the group of people we were with? And we're like, sure. At the same time, his coworker went on his honeymoon and they went to Costa Rica, which was just a coincidence, separate times. And they said, we have all this footage. Here you go. And we we're like, all right. So we did. For that one, I had this whole idea of this transition, but I didn't know how to phrase it because it was late at night and we had to go bowling. And I was like, it's got it tight. It's going to be great. So you're going to have the music fade out and you have to go like, Psh! and I just put my hand in front of my face. I went, Psh! and then he goes, what are you talking about? Said, just tie, just make it do Psh! like that. And he, we, that actually almost ended our friendship. <laughs> I was ready to kill him because I'm trying to edit on this laptop, trying to do like Final Cut Pro, thinking like, I'm like, yeah, thinking I'm like splitting Adam, just like, just do this. And I'm like, dude, first of all, <laughs> first of all, it was so many things. I was so um, adamant about this effect, Carly. I was, if we didn't have this, I didn't want any part of this. <laughs> it was, it just was psh- like, that was a uh, that was a time in my life I just don't want to go back to because I was like just burning my computer, which is why we're trying to edit. We're gonna dwell on it for the next ten minutes, Carly. It was more yeah, than like, definitely, you know? definitely gonna dwell on it. So yeah, no, I I fell a tr- long way I, from there. I'm just like, I'm oh, trying man. to say is like we had those moments where you have this kind of creative idea, and sometimes whether it's makes or break the idea, it kind um you you get stuck to it, right? Yeah. When. When it comes to that type of thing, because Brandon, as of right now, is not here, and hopefully he'll be joining us soon. Um, shame do you him, guys? Shame do, do you guys I mean, pretty much shame the absolute bejesus out of him? He's never gonna hear about it. He's never gonna hear the end of it. Well, let's 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 talk so he can't defend himself because he's not here. Let's that do it. Nice. So, what do you guys pretty much gel creatively together, or do you guys have to sort through the differences? And how do you guys do that? Yeah. So creatively we work really well together we are very we are very good friends but we are such opposite people like i i go out and i do things that are less than savory and then i tell him about him and he's like i have to go to church i can't do it (laughs) wash it off wash it off exactly so but that's what you know he's still one of my closest friends so it just it creates a really good banter between us i've done i've i've attempted other podcasts with friends of mine and because we're so similar we agree on everything and who the fuck wants to watch that who wants to watch everyone agree on anything for the whole hour yeah same so, no i agree that's why yeah. i berate him every episode <laughs> which no, is I why agree I with that. Yeah. brandon berates me and vice versa you know it just creates yeah. a level like it creates something interesting to watch um when we're doing the events together i'm ready to fist fight him in an alley <laughs> he is a very- so the events are where you get a little territorial huh yeah, you know, because I have been doing this for a while. I know what I'm doing. So when I tell him to trust me, like, listen, all I need you to do is this. It's going to be okay. But we didn't do that. It's going to be okay. Just relax. And he's and it's the only time that I'm ever not chaos. And he is. The rest of the time I'm chaos and he's pretty, you know. He's order. Yeah. But during the events, he just can't, he just can't handle the idea of, of um, like planning or harnessing something that large. So I always have to tell him like, hey, it's, you have one job and you're good at it. So just take a breath and just do what you do. <laughs> what is that job? What What is his like, what is his wheelhouse? Shoes. I need him to like, just be bald bites, do his little, his little, hey, how are you? And make everyone 
feel like his best friend and he's really good at that and if i when i have these events with him i do host a little bit with him but i'm mostly making sure that all the parts are moving the way they should be everyone's where they should be nothing no fires are burning no fights are breaking out right no fights are breaking out you know yeah (laughs) well not too many security i hired security for the next event that i'm playing i can't wait to not have to deal with that what you're hiring security can you did you hire hell's angels the rolling stones you can't like you can't throw that out there and be like i'm hiring security people are going to be beating their shit out of each other (laughs) no it's fine hopefully hopefully no one beats this it's i'm a plant the next event i'm planning is a corn maze if someone's beating the shit out of each other in a corn maze they're like finding the body (laughs) (laughs) that was good jeff that was funny i'll give you that i'll give you that i genuinely that was that was that was fun so so i I, do you have a question ty because i'm gonna i'm gonna backtrack real hard like i'm gonna really hard all right, before you backtrack, I'm okay. I'm genuinely curious. Um, since you guys are also like Connecticut focused as far as reviewing food so and sorry. beer, you, well, just cut me off. That's fine. I'm, now I I'm dropped pissed. my microphone. I was now just apologizing. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've, no, I'm, I'm kidding. So sorry. You don't need to apologize, man. It happens. I think you need um, to apologize. All right. If we if we could have a moment, I would like to formally yeah. apologize to all my fans, my family, and my listeners for the, my erratic. Yeah. unprofessional behavior here on this podcast dropping my microphone was uncalled for and carly you didn't deserve it oh and i deserved God. it wow tyler you yeah fuck you all right that's fair that's anyways fair. Anyway, <laughs> um since we're kind of in the same solar system of like connecticut beers and whatnot mm-hmm. is there a brewery to you that stands out as like either your favorite or like a rising star or if you can't answer that, like your favorite beer since you started doing this. Ooh. And why is it Tribus? Ooh. No, don't tip the hat. Man. I did. I was asking a follow up. Right. You're not wrong though. I do love I think one of my one of my favorite breweries in Connecticut is is Tribus. I think that the staff there's a lot of fun. I think the beer that they make is consistently really good quality. Um I always judge a brewery on on the consistency. You know, it's the same way I do with restaurants. If I go to a restaurant and I have a really good experience one day and I go the next time and I have a horrible experience, I'm probably not going to go back, no matter how good the first time was. Um, I believe that if you're good at what you do, you will be able to, obviously everyone has bad days, but the product should not suffer. Your service might suffer because, I mean, but doing this for 10 years, there's some times where I don't want to fuck with people and and it unfortunately comes across. So I get that. But Tribus just consistently, not only do they have consistently great beer, but their staff's always super friendly. Everyone who works there is so nice. Um, can't speak highly enough about what they make. Kinsman as well, one of my tops. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm partial to them because they were one of the first craft breweries that I had gone to in Connecticut outside of like Two Roads and all of that. Um, but I think I had, the first beer I had from Kinsman was a, it was an, a, a brown ale that they had used pine needles that they picked off the trees from around the brewery and so cool. the, it was it was really neat and it, it was kind of what made me be like oh my god they're like really they're really highlighting connecticut and everything that they have because at that point they were also using like the thrall family malts and yeah. they were using a connecticut hop specifically in that beer um so i it was just something at that time that i, I had never heard of i had never tried i was like pine needles in a beer what the and it was amazing and I was sold. So that's what I'm drinking now is I'm drinking Kinsman's Sour Boys. I've held on to it for months. All right. 
Hit the breaks. We're doing it. Beer review time. Kinsman, sour. For those who have listened to our podcast know how this goes. First, we're going to review the can. So if you could pull the can up in front of the camera so we can all look at it. Thank you. We have a nice Carly, why don't you do a little description of what the people can't see? It's a nice little fat boy. You know, I think it's like 64 ounces or something warrant like that. Like a, it looks like a crowler. I don't mean to interject. It does look like a crowler, but it's bigger than a crowler. Ours at Stewards are 26 ounces. This is bigger oh, than two. Interesting. This is a diesel can. Yep. Yeah. So describe the let's describe the label. We have like a black and gold situation. Yes, it's black and gold with these little like matte. See these little uh stripes. Yeah, look, it looks like a sun and Kingsman kind yeah. of circular around like a like almost like a Nordic. A nice Celtic. Thing. I'm gonna go Celtic, Celtic thing. Yeah, Celtic more yep. Celtic. A little right. selfish thinking that Kinsman thinks that they're the sun and they're the center of the universe, but that's okay. We can move on from that. Let's not read too deep into uh, the art. Let, I'm gonna read as deep as I want. <laughs> Uh, let me see. It's 6.2%, and it's a giant. Uh, it's all black. All the labels, so, all of the writing is nice and shiny, which I like. I mm-hmm. so do you do you like the can design? I you know what? It's it is what it is. It's just a crawler, so it's nice to be. It, it's good for mass production, and you don't have to okay, order simple for mass production. Yeah, you don't have to order cans for every single different label you have. You just put every beer in here. You write what it is on the back, and that's it. So she likes it simple. I understand that. You know, yeah, what? you know what? And I like that. I mean, as I write out all of the labels for the stewards of the land crawlers, and I, as someone who writes them, I'm like, look at now you get my handwriting. You're taking a piece of me with the beer, and it, that felt weird to say, but it's- <laughs> give me back. <laughs> I, I think about that. I I've honestly thought about that. It's like, wow, someone wrote that, and now it's in my fridge. I thought about that. It's not as crazy as you think it is. Cool. I thought that. I thought that we went to medieval times. Have you ever been, Carly? Medieval times. Is that like a dinner show? (laughs) It's like yes, Yes. it is. You go there, and it is like you watch a jousting match, and a bunch of knights f each other up, and then they give you surprisingly good food. And we went there for a friend's birthday. But before you go in, they have this person who works there, where you're you literally just go over. She's dressed like a. I don't know, like a like a noble of medieval times. She's kind of like in this gown, and there's a sword in the rock, kind of like Excalibur thing. And she just sits there and she poses with groups of people. And I have the picture, and I'm thinking, her picture is in so many homes, and nobody knows who she is. <laughs> I thought about that too. Yes, <laughs> and she it's knows so that weird. she because I asked her because I can't keep my damn mouth shut. I asked her, is it weird that your face is in a lot of homes? She goes. Stop talking to me. And I walked away. But she didn't say that, but she gave me the face like, please, please. Please don't bring this up. I try not please. to. Please. Nice job, Jeff. I, I have like, I am trying. make her feel uncomfortable at the sword of Excalibur. Right? That's true. Well, okay, that's so true. let's. So that's the can. We, we, you like a simple can design. I think it's very cool. I like the shiny uh, matte tile label. I like that there's but, just a lot of beer in here. That's yeah, that. so let's get to the beer. You've been nursing that for a bit. Can you give us your thoughts on the beer inside? And then we're going to go to a score. All right. So I'm a big sour person. So I'm a little bit partial. Um, what kind of flavors can we expect? I like how you're thinking about it. I would it. just be like almost what? What? Uh, it's like almost grapefruit. It's very sour forward. There's not a lot of hops in it. I don't taste. It's not very hot forward, which is what I like in a sour. Because. Mm-hmm. I always think of sours as like the uh, 
for a lot of my friends, it was the beer that led them to drink beer because it doesn't quite taste like a full on hoppy beer. Gateway beer. Yeah, it is a gateway beer. You know, for my friend, first I try, I always try with my friends with like loggers and pilsners. I'm like, I figure this would be the easiest. And if they're still like, this isn't for me, I'm like, well, I got something that's for you, bud. And it's usually a sour. Um, this is good. This is really light for 6.2. It doesn't taste like a 6.2. And if I were to rate it, what is this? Scale of one to so five, 10? We do, we do, untapped. yeah, we do the untapped. So one to five with quarter intervals. Cool. I was gonna say because no no hard scores ever according to Dave Portnoy. Um, That's right. No round numbers, rookie numbers. Out of five, I'm gonna give it. I can only go quarters. So you know what? Fuck that. I'm making my three point eight. 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 Put the that stamp is a on three it. Kingsman. Like I can drink that whole giant can, and I don't think I'm a gonna be super messed up and b it's light enough with still enough flavor and body for me to want to drink it does that score count how much you like the label because we oh. on the podcast kind of put those together and it will it will rise it or only bumps it up to like a 4.2 4.2 kingsman all right good for you guys hitting that four mark I love kinsman I think what they make is great I did go there oh. once I don't know if they know this I'm a, I, I, thank God I don't know his name. I don't want to get this person fired. Totally went there once, and one of their servers was on so much cocaine. Well, okay. They were, they were talking to Brandon for like two hours about God, and I was just blown away. I was like, this, is not, this is not the they were on cocaine. I need to be in that conversation next time. I need it. So, I need it. They were allegedly on cocaine. Gotta put hey! it out there. Wow! Yeah, Brandon's here. Welcome to the 1056 podcast. How are you? I'm great. So, guys, I, I joined late um, because nobody cares about me on the show. They love Carly. No. And no, they're really. No. I, disagree. I, I just felt like I'll get on late and then I'll just let Carly have the limelight. She went to fun. I'm the rest of No Doubt. And so, I'm the, no, I'm, I'm the rest of no doubt. The guitar player in the back that no one cares about. Anyway, no, I'm doing great, guys. Um, had a little biking accident for my five-year-old. Had to get her to the doctor. Dislocated elbow. Um, so in that rush, I kind of ran out. So I apologize for being late, but I'm sure Carly killed it. She, yeah, she Carly. Did. I have a question for Carly real quick. How is your back from carrying this entire episode? <laughs> oh. Honestly, like it always hurts. Specifically today, I think I'm gonna go buy a back brace. I would. Mm. I definitely would. Come now that Brandon's here, he can carry the most of it. Tyler and I will carry none of it. Good oh. luck, you two. All right. All right. Brandon, take it away. <laughs> we can well, log off, Ty. They got this. Yeah, <laughs> this is the part of the show where we sign off and you just pretend to be on the show now and it's your show and we just like are we're like, all right, put our stamp on it. That's a little <laughs> that's a little flair for you. No, totally kidding. So um, I'm, actually, no. I'm going to re I'm going to rehash some of the questions that I asked you earlier, Carly, because I think yeah. it'll be really fun to see how he answers different from what you've answered. <laughs> yes. And, so these aren't these aren't crazy questions, but we were talking about bringing it to the table and how she gave you kind of a little history of how you guys kind of came together and formed. Um, what when you guys were coming together to talk about what, what this will be? What was your goal coming out of it? And what did you want it to be before you even started making the contact? What, what is your image for this? Yeah, I just really wanted um, all the people in, at my church to never speak to me again. <laughs> I was hoping that. 
<laughs> I hope my kids will mission accomplished. <laughs> mission accomplished. All right. Um, you, know, you know what's funny is like obviously we all do this and hope that someday it becomes something, and then maybe we you know someday down the line get asked by breweries to to do it more than us reaching out, right? Um, but honestly, Carly and I just really love doing it. Like, yeah, like, yeah, sure. If someday it became like we became game drops and got our own Netflix show, we would, yeah. that would be awesome. Right. Of course. But like, we love going into breweries. I love eating food while she drinks. We love kind of busting each other's balls. Cause that's what we do off camera, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, I, that's what I would say. It was just like a really cool idea. It was like, she had this awesome brewery show idea. I had the food blog, and then when she asked me to do it, first of all, young women don't ask me to do much anymore because I'm old and I'm kind of divorced twice and I don't have much going in my life. So <laughs> to get the invite was great, you know? Um, <laughs> Brandon, you're killing me, man. This is great. This is how you come on, dude. This is this is it. Yes. I love it. Hard. <laughs> so so I'm going to say there was a surprising amount of overlap between what you said and what Carly said. And yeah. I think that is beautiful. I think that yeah. is absolutely fantastic. She did bring up that kind of the idea was to give it this Netflix Hulu show type of aesthetic that maybe yeah. if, if one day could grow to that. But even if even if it doesn't, that at least it looks and is produced and is and is imagined to be so. Yeah, I mean, when you see our Netflix show, it's going to be like the the role of Brandon is being played by a taller, more handsome guy, and I'm going to be gone forever. Netflix is going to possible, <laughs> Brandon. But, but it's going to happen. I'm going to let them do you like that. Uh, yeah, Listen, I'm, gonna, like that. I'm excited about our new production guy, and I think like yeah. the, the, the what he's going to do as far as making the show look and feel and sound really good, I think it's just going to help, you know? Yeah. You know, it's funny because part of the reason like that I got into bringing to the table and I sort of like learned more about the two of you separately on your own accounts. So like a year ago, you started Bald Bites like that, like your own entity and you've grown it to like over what five, 6,000 followers, which I mean, to me is a lot on like a local level. Like that is a lot. Um, more than I can count time yeah I I can count to that much um in that time like is it still like you're getting to this level where okay you have thousands of followers and like you're trying to tailor your content to get more followers and things like that are you still like having fun on it like even like you said that would bring it to the table is it something where you're like I'm just doing this to have fun and like the the end result is like just uh, that I'm getting more people watching my videos. I'm just very curious because we're still in that infancy there. Like, what is it like once you kind of get that push of a followership? What's it like once you've made it is what you're asking Kinda, me? Yeah, yeah like when does your not ego to inf- become bigger than you can ever manage to? <laughs> yeah, what, like I'm really gassing you up here. So go like feed oh, off yeah. that. Once you, when do you buy you bigger hats all because all your head gets so yeah. big? <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting there. This is my better hat brewing hat, by the way. Not Yo, let's go, up, right? Plug, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? I, those are my guys. So, to, so actually, it's funny that you say that because um, as you start to grow, it goes from like, hey, maybe it'd be cool to put my food on a different page. It becomes like a thing. And then you start getting hired to do social media for mm-hmm. other places. And then your content is like, you're, you're in the middle of the day. You're like, I have to post for this guy. I have to post for this guy. Oh, no, I didn't post for Bald Bites, which I'm just realizing I didn't post for Bald Bites. 
Um, <laughs> that goes off. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh shit! I'll be right back. I gotta go. Like he literally just like turned off his video for a second to check. Oh, anyway, so um, so it, but you have to keep it fun. You know, I was down at Miso um, Sushi Place in New Haven with about eight other foodies last night, and we just had a great time. You know, mm-hmm. like we all got our content, but it's just going out, eating and drinking, and having people go in your DM and be like. Hey, I just went to that restaurant that you went to. It was so good. I love your page. Like, that's awesome, you know? Yeah. And I get to be me. Like, so I get to be me. So the thing is, is like, when you're, when you're a food blogger, your average demographic is like a 22-year-old hot chick. And then there's me. Like, your 43-year-old, twice-divorced, bald guy that complains about child support and goes on rants. And so, hey, you got to make it what it is, you know? That's it. <laughs> so I'm not killing me. All right, Brandon, here we go. I'm going to put you in a situation. You're the food guy here, okay? We asked Carly a similar question, but I'm going to phrase it different. You're standing there, and suddenly a couple comes up to you and goes, Brandon, Brandon, help. And you go, what's wrong? And they go, we don't know where to eat. We can't decide. It's actually ruining our relationship. And every time I say you pick, the other person just says, I can't decide. You pick. Classic. What do you say? Go. I say, first of all, I know a lot about ruined relationships, so I can, I can definitely understand that. Um, <laughs> number one, number two, um, I would ask them where, where they live. So give me an example of where these, this couple might live. Uh, we, we just moved to Hamden. To Hamden. Well, let me tell you where I think you should go in Hamden. I would go to micro depot because, um, that's one of my favorite spots. They have great beer. They have this poutine that I love there. I might probably go there and, you know, I might ask them what they like, what they're looking for, but I, I've got a spot for everything. I might go down to New Haven, um, go to Teyamo Tequila if they want drinks. You know, that's one of my spots that Carly introduced me to and her friend Stephanie introduced me to. So I don't know. I, I try not to get in the middle of couples problems because who am I to get we asked Carly earlier what brewery was kind of exciting her the most. What is kind of like her favorite, her favorite Brandon, spot. Who do you think I said? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably the one that has Jake, the bar manager at Tribus, because that's who excites her the most of all the breweries. You know what? She didn't specify anybody there, but she definitely said Tribus. And we all called it, Carly. A little predictable, but that's okay. Fuck. Fuck. You know what's up? I don't know. Have you you seen that that first episode? Or that Tribus episode, Jeff? Uh, That they put up or that you guys put out? Yeah. I didn't watch it all the way through, but go ahead. So when we did that episode, I have, I have a very, I have a, oh my, I can't believe I'm rehashing this in a second podcast right now. Oh, we're ah! doing it. I, <laughs> we're to, doing to it. No, I did see this. Sorry. I stepped away. Okay. Completely. I did see that episode. And yes, there was some, there was uh, a couple of sparks flying between the two so of you. So I have, it has been a running joke in my friend group for a very long time that we love Jake. Sure. Every time he comes to the table and walks away, all of us are like, I love you. Bye. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a running joke forever. We never, none of us ever said anything because he had a girlfriend and we, you know, we're respectful people. We're degenerates, but not rude degenerates. So we, you know, we left him alone. We, but it was just a group joke. When we did that podcast, I was, what I thought was uh, like off camera <laughs> talking like making jokes about him and, and my affinity for him. And then Brandon asks him if he's single and he says yes i am and my whole brain flatlined 
<laughs> and I lost every question that I thought I was going to ask. So then when I see the edit and the whole episode is just like me talking about Jake, I was mortified. And yeah. then if, Pretty to, great. Find, to find Bring It to the Table on YouTube, because there's so many Bring It to the Tables, I can't type in Bring It to the Table. I have to type in the name of that episode, which is Carly Gets a Hot Mouthful at Tribus. <laughs> oh no! Oh yes! no! The only way that I can find YouTube. That's so awesome. good, right? That's the good, I mean, that really. The funny, the funny thing about that story is that a week ago we hung out with Jake, and he thought I was hitting on him when I asked him if he was single. Oh so, wow! What? Yeah. Was he like interested again? I don't there, know. Jake. Hey. I think he was into it. Honestly, I think he was into it. But you know. I've actually yet to have a romantic connection with anybody through the show, so I'm, I'm sure you guys are shocked. Don't I mean, don't write it off yet. It's still in its infancy, and there's a lot of breweries in Connecticut, so you know what? Like, we'll be witness to when the sparks fly, just like with Carly and Jake, which I totally saw, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to happen. Brandon, Brandon, let me what tell you I this right ever. now. Let me tell you this right now. I've been doing this podcast for a while, and I look over at my co-host sometimes, and I just get a little sweaty. Yeah. Uh, you never you never know you never know what might happen you never know when you start throwing off some hints that he might catch it and go wink and i look Listen, at my co-hosts i never knew you were seven feet tall until i met you yeah yes. what the fuck is that about can we all talk about tyler for a second what's yeah, wrong with you my mind right <laughs> so i was born with a condition um no i'm kidding i wasn't i just am six and a half feet tall my grandparents are like the shortest Italian grandparents, you know, God rest their soul. They were both like 5'3". Like, n n in no way so in my happens? No idea. My dad's like 6'4", so he's like a bigger guy. And his parents were like 5'3". I, I have no idea where this came from. This now, is like now he and his brother, he and his brother are just massive people. Is your brother yeah. just as tall? He's like 6'2", so he's like normal-ish height to me. It's like whatever, but me, it's like I walk in. My ceilings in my basement are only seven feet tall. So you're seeing this on the video chat. Like I can almost touch my ceilings, oh. which makes me <laughs> you feel, got... it makes me feel like Andre the Giant. I walked into my downstairs and I'm just like, wow, this, I feel like Do you like guys realize that when I, I walk with him and we walk to places together a lot, even before this whole podcast. You are thing, not that tall. I'm not. Do you know how many Oof. steps I have Got to do him. before he okay. he completes one? Have you guys have you guys watched The Incredibles? Yeah, right, yeah, dash. Yeah. Right, it's like that. Just like <laughs> right, just right yeah. across the water, baby. Just like that. You know, it's tough. I have the height, but I have the joints. I have the hips and knees <laughs> of that of an of an eight year old man. So people are like, "Oh, did you play basketball?" It's like, no. Did did like people play basketball when they're 75? It's like, no, they're in a wheelchair or a walker, like struggling to walk. Like, just be grateful that I'm here on my own two feet walking in front of you. That is my gift. I'm sorry. This is too much about me. Okay. This Brandon is not our interview. Brandon struggles to walk all the time, but that's just because he's old. Oh, Ooh, come on. That's yeah, weak. No, oh, you know God. what? Age. Age like a fine uh, wine, Brandon. Age like a fine wine. Mm -hmm. Listen, I mean, Carly called me and asked me to be on the show, so I, I did not forget <laughs> that. I'm just saying. Just so she can I roast you live. Out. Yeah, it's basically just like a roast. It's all, it's all did, she tell, did, did she tell you the story about how she called me hammered on New Year's Eve? Yes, and yes I was she did. Like, okay, all right. Oh, we think you'd be so great with the funniness <laughs> and the food. 
It was amazing. Oh, oh yes, yes. I hope amazing. you saved Listen, that video. Listen, the best ideas happen when you're drunk. You know how many movies I wrote in my head just <laughs> because I was absolutely shit-faced? How many movies that I thought were terrible that I rewrote because so I was one absolutely of the, shit-faced? One of the guests on our show came from me being hammered and DMing them. So the same guy, Darren Ravel, I brought up uh, to you, Carly, he was this guy from ESPN, whatever. He's an investor in Athletic. And it was like right in the infancy of the podcast. So I was like starting to spam follow as many accounts as I can. And I was like, all right, let me give this guy a shot. Like I've heard of him before. I follow Barstool. I follow part of my take. There's a whole weird like love-hate relationship between Darren Ravel and Barstool. It's very weird. I recommend you look it up. So I, I was really, I was around Christmas time having drinks with my fiance and like, all right, like, whatever. I fired off a DM and I was like, hey, be on the show. Left on red. Like, left on red and I was like, wow, this sucks. And I looked right back the next morning and I was like, Fucking ouch. yeah, that was pretty bad. A year later, almost to the day, I was like, hey, like, just like I never responded to him. I was like, hey, love to have you on the show. Talk about athletic, whatever. We're from Connecticut. And he was just like, I'll be on the show. Very like short response. He's a busy man, and um, he was on the podcast too, though. So don't straight business for like thirty. (laughs) It was the it was the most nervous thirty minutes of my entire life because I was like, if this connection fails or whatever, I'll never get this guy back. And it was just like straight, like just a Gatling gun of just like questions. And I was like, I hope I don't pass out from fear or stress or whatever. But it all started from me being like a little not like blackout drunk but like intoxicated being like all right let's do it like let's fire it off and you guys have had guests on your show have you ever blacked out not yet Good question, Jeff. Good question. Just leave Thank it you. out there. All right, hitting questions. You know what's funny though? I have I it's a funny quite a funny thing because on our stewards of the land episode it's on YouTube. Brandon blacked um, out uh, you can see, like, as it went on, because we interviewed him for, like, 90 minutes. Oh and as it went on, I, I was getting more and more, like, like punchy and fun, like, tr- trying to make more inappropriate jokes. And, like, you could just see the, the glaze start to form over my eyes. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is, it's never changed at Stewards of the Land. At any time I've ever gone in there, Alex will come up and just put like eight beers in front of me and that's it an hour and a half later i'm done you know that was pretty legit no i i that that's awesome and it's funny that episode not to gas you guys up but i honestly learned that their tap system is from barrel to tap it's something that like you don't really see a lot it's a very like farmhouse um, thing go on so, go ahead carly carly you better bring it to the table yeah. Oh, hello. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Carl. As I as I pour from that system, so I bartend there. As I pour from that system, I realize that I do not love it. Hot oh. take. Tell us more. Tell us more. Um, I you know I like the idea of having the kegs that you can. You're able to rotate your beer. Like if something kicks, you're not fucked. If True. we kick something, that's it. We're done until we have something else in that barrel. Um, another thing is that we have to. You know, we've got to. We're closed from Monday. We open up again Thursday, so we're not open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, mm-hmm. the beer settles. So uh, every time I go in, I've got to run all the beer, but a lot more than I would have to with a keg because the, 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 lo- the it's so much larger. So it's not my favorite tap system. I love the idea of it because it does give you a different quality of a pour and it gives you mm-hmm. a different, like, like you're getting the freshest possible pour that you can because it's coming right from being brewed. Um, but as someone who is pouring them, I would rather stick my head in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> do you notice I feel this that. is like a very this is a very dorky question 
Um, and then I, I have I have one last question because I'm generally curious that. But do you notice? Do you have to like crank up like CO two more? Is it like do you have to adjust levels more because you're not taking it from a smaller container? You're taking it from like this massive barrel at all? Do you have to like finagle it? Fucking fucking door. Um, not directly with the actual like with the actual pour system. No, what they do in the tap room. So they use a mix of gases. They never use like one straight gas to carbonate their beer. So it's a very fine mixture that they have in some high-end techie space version of a carbonation system. The The tap system that they have is beautiful and very well done. It's very high-end. Um, and I think that the reason why we don't lose... When I had first heard this, I, my concern was losing a lot of that carbonation because of the sheer size of what you're pouring from. But they yeah. don't lose any of that because they have constant carbonation being pushed into it. And it's a mix of gases, so it's not way over-carbonated. It's not flat. You know, I've tasted a lot of their beers even even before they carbonated them and they're still delicious. So even if their carbonation system was fucked up, I'd definitely still drink their beer because it's really good. That was excellent. I'm actually glad I asked that question because I was very curious. I threw on my Cicerone badge. I'm a Cicerone. God, I, I, no I, I was trying to concentrate to Carly's answer here. And he's yeah. sitting there wearing that Cicerone badge like a fucking bow tie. That's Cicerone. Three. I have to answer. All right. Now, now I have a question for both of you. And then we'll wrap it up. I know it's getting later in the night. Okay. So, obviously, bring it to the table. You can follow them on Instagram at bring it to the table. All one word. If you haven't watched it, um, generally what's speaking, wrong with I'd... you? If you haven't watched it, what's wrong with you? True. I go, that, what the hell? I got that. You. I mean, that that's really it. That I can't even say it any better. But <laughs> I re I highly recommend you watch it. I really highly recommend. But to the two of you, I'll start with Brandon first, guys. Ask Carly a question. A little journalism trick. Um, with all that. With all that. I roll. Carly, take there... notes on how to interview people. Oh, yes! I love that. Uh, Brandon, are there, are there any, like, specific locations that either through, like, hype or just people hearing about them all the time, like, is there anything that you have circled that you're like, we need to go to this place, and why? I do. Well, my, dr my dream, my dream when we started this was like i want to do treehouse one day i i knew you're gonna say like, treehouse like yeah, treehouse is like so i'm not a beer nerd like you three um i like food i'm a food nerd um but okay. the first ipa i ever had was julius the second ipa i ever had was haze and i started to go back to munson i would wait in line for four hours for six haze and they would sell out of them uh Man. i was that guy so so you are a beer nerd. You 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 yeah, are a beer nerd. You you you. Like, when you mention Munson, that makes you a beer nerd. That's it. Sorry, no, and you're more of a nerd than I am. I just show up. <laughs> the water was different. Things yeah, you get it. Uh, so I posted from Treehouse, and they liked it the other day, and I literally sent it to Carly. I was like super excited, you know. Um, but that would be that would be my thing. So that that would be it. I like Carly. it. Mine's Kinsman. I want to film with Kinsman so bad. <laughs> ah, all right brandon, brandon do you have a connecticut location that you want um i mean i think that we're going to get into all of them and so, so I, you know i'm pretty confident in that but you know um like counterweight is one of my favorites i really like counterweight we haven't filmed there and um they're coming to cheshire which is my hometown and so nice. I would say, like, because I grew up in Cheshire, Cheshire there's going to be counterweight, and then there's a new brewery here as well. I'd love to, I'd love to get into there. That's awesome. That is what I want to hear. And then one last, last question. As a beer nerd, Brandon, because you mentioned Treehouse and Munson, okay. so you're ready, upper echelon. 
what is your either your favorite Connecticut brewery or your favorite Connecticut beer right now? My favorite Connecticut brewery is the same as Carly's. Uh, the brewery itself, it's Tribus, and it's because of Jake and his flannels and his beard. Um, but God, also, so handsome. Am I right? Oh, but but I, I got to tell you guys, it's it's really it really is my favorite right now. Well, okay, that and Stewards of the Land because I love Alex and it's a cool spot. But what I love about Tribus is that is that um, Dan Cardos is an awesome chef, and I'm a food guy. But yep. I also have to give one other answer. Like my favorite people in Connecticut brewing are Mike and Rachel from better half brewing. Like they're like family to me at this point. They did my daughter's um, fifth, fifth birthday party in the brewery, which was a super cool party as a dad to go to uh, their food's <laughs> getting better. And their brewer Avery is awesome right now. Like he's putting out some good beers. He's got an experimental series that he just put two beers out into my phone right before I got on this. I saw, that I was late for this and Carly was swearing at me and yelling at me. I was and then I had, being dramatic. And then I had <laughs> with this experimental beer. So I really love better half. Like a lot of people like haven't been, but it's an awesome spot. So I want to shout them out too. Yeah. I would say we went there in November for an event, um, like a separate event. And then we were back. I think that was what in April for, for you guys. And I did notice uh, a pretty large step as far as like the quality goes and it's it's a nice spot too i, I mean I, we're very curious to get to a lot of connecticut breweries we really haven't gotten to that many yet so um to see what they've put out it's like yeah you know what like this is really good connecticut is just a really good safer beer carly your hand hey. is up go for yes it. carly from better half you know so funny, thank you it's like an automatic reflex i can't stop if you guys mm -hmm. haven't had the chance uh second bridge and paddle creek Ooh. brewing um, I can't remember for the life of me where Second Bridge is. It's like up in the sticks of Connecticut. I think it's yeah. north. It's in Manchester. Thank you, Brandon. It's right near, it's right near Alyssa. It's like on the corner. Okay. So okay. Second Bridge, they have this. Um, I, I, they were, it came to mind the other day because I'm planning a beer festival. They have, they are, in my opinion, one of the most underrated breweries in Connecticut. They have this little like Ooh. English pub style set up there and they do a lot of english style so they do like an esb and no one does that because no one wants to have a beer with the name bitter in it because then people yeah. are afraid of it but they do english style pub beers in this english like soccer pub atmosphere and it's really cool the guys who own it are like hippies they're all playing music they're all into sports i love them so second bridge is somewhere you guys should visit for sure ty we go there i'll curl my mustache yeah i look like a brit I will hey there, everybody, right? Actually, do that. You can only come with me do if that? you do that for like three hours. I need a three-hour right, commit to a bit. Outside of that place, I will get beat up. There you go. Okay, well, I won't take any any more of the uh, two of you time, Jeff. I don't care. I could, I, I'll take all your time. I don't give a shit. Whatever, I got um, no time. He owns your brand time. That's true. I just got off. That's true. <laughs> It is Brandon. It is Carly. They run Bring It to the Table. I am genuinely excited to see the next episode. I We always have people on, and we, we obviously have people on that we like, but the two of you we've had circled, at least myself, for a long time since you guys have come into the Connecticut scene just because of the quality. You guys are funny. Carly likes Jake, that whole thing that will they, won't they? <laughs> he is very embarrassed. That's why I kind of egged that on there. But I will, we're, we're I really will say, I will say that this was one of my favorite episodes that I have done. And I mean that because I just love when we can just he says that all the time. Off, 
I do not. I do not. You it's can fine. listen you back. You can lie to us. Recorded. I love it. Lie to me more. I'm not. This was a ton of fun. You guys have been great guests. In fact, I would love to have you guys on more often. I don't feel like we, this should be a one and done thing. So hey, if you guys hey, loved it as much as I did, please come back on again. Yeah, can I ask you guys one more question before yes. you jump off there? Yes. Can I interrupt you ending your show and going on to your lives for one more question? Yes. Um, if we have you on our show, which brewery would you pick if you could pick one? Yeah, good oh, question. That is a great question. I like First that. of all, I would love to be on your show. I saw the Tribus one and I was like, I need to be on this show. So that that was kind of the whole reason for this interview. Okay. It was really just like, get us on the show. Um, I don't fuck. know. That is so hard. We would have to You know what? How about this? If if you do I'm literally scrolling on our Instagram, so I'm just looking at like episodes that we've done. Nebco is one that's really good. I would love Nebco. Um or twelve percent. Mm. Okay. Twelve percent would get my vote. Noted. Okay. Mm, yeah. So those are my two. We like Dockside too. It's like a third one. We awesome. yeah, we have broken, to think on that. Broken honestly, symmetry, Jeff. Honestly, yes. Broken symmetry is a big fan. We're big fans. Me and my girlfriend, we love broken symmetry, especially since they're they're known for their burritos there, and they have really good really food. Good. So I don't know if you guys have been. They kind of have a nice mix of things, right. and yes. that would actually be really really cool. Over in Bethel, they have a great actually yeah, there. broken symmetry. Like they are legit. Their burritos are really really good. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that would actually cover all the bases there. So. Yeah, broken symmetry. We're coming for you, all four of us. Hell yeah! Yeah, awesome. I like. Well, it. thanks guys. Wait. Thanks for coming on the show. And Thank again, you so our much door for is open. On. We so much appreciate it. We love what you guys put out. I mean, in I know you guys for whatever reason consider yourself like a, a kind of run in the mill beer podcast, but you guys are not. You guys are funny. I, we the second that I saw your stuff, I was showing Brand. I'm like these people. We have to work mm-hmm. with these people. Hell yeah. So Thank you. Thank that's you. So I said about you guys. So I do appreciate it. Um, and I'm looking forward to this. So if you're listening, uh, we might be on their show in the near future. But if you're not, check them out. Bring it to the table on Instagram. Subscribe to them on YouTube. And uh, you guys are great. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.